Soulow Podcast. Seventh episode of the Bass Solo podcast or podcast or something like that. Yeah, so the first proper episode of the podcast in a little while. Actually, gonna be talking about last week's happenings, my practicing, all that stuff like. Uh, in the episodes before the last episode last week's was more more like a just uh, update on the whole series so actually getting into a proper episode first things first uh, if you're listening to this on Spotify you can also find this podcast with a video on YouTube on the channel with my name Severi Lehtmäki or if you're here on YouTube and you want to listen to this or other episodes and not watch the show you can find it on Spotify with by its name based solo podcast and yeah so what is it it's Tuesday I think and uh, last week was pretty much the first week of summer for me. The school year has ended. I still got a lot of work for the summer, but uh, I made my new summer schedule of practicing and working. 
and started it last week, did the first full week of it, and here to talk about it. Uh, but le yeah, let's first go through that. Uh, the, the song I played in the beginning as a little bit of an intro was uh, a bass solo version of the, uh, again, not a full, not 100% uh, ready version, but anyways, a uh, version of uh, In a Sentimental Mood, almost forgot it there, that I did a little while back, because my one of my students was playing that song, so uh, for a, uh, quite a while it was stuck in my head and it's a nice slow ballad that you can play really freely, so it really works on doing a bass version of it. Also some kind of interesting harmonies going on with the line cliches at the beginning and all of that, trying to bring those out uh, with the bass. As you might have noticed, it, ha yeah, it has a line cliche, so the uh, first two bars of the song are uh, D minor, then a D minor major, then a D minor, but with the seventh, and then with the sixth and then going into a G minor. What I did with the bass, uh, uh, if uh, actually did this first, I arranged it to have like two D's playing at the same time with the low open D and then the kind of like the chord and then the melody, melody note on top and then because I think uh, when you have a line cliche, you really have to bring it out. It's like the main point of using that kind of chord progression. So it needed to have to do this, but this is a little bit maybe boring sounding with only two notes. So at the lower bass note D. But then I started thinking that that's kind of repetitive may be boring. Is there some other note I could play while still doing the line cliche? So maybe with open notes or uh, uh, open notes or maybe harmonics or something like that. And then I started thinking that, hey, that low E sounds pretty cool, having like the ninth in this chord. So I uh, realized that only a couple of days ago, I think, even though I first drafts of this version were like a couple of months from now. But yeah, I think that sounds pretty interesting. Having like an actual bass note with a pretty high chord.
playing it down here doesn't is is okay, but I really like this going an octave above and then having these bass notes. It it really uh, brings that whole band kind of a mood in there, having the top and having the bottom really separated. So I thought that was pretty neat. I gotta still have to work on the uh, B part of that theme. It's really annoying the... Uh, well, the start of the B is pretty fine. No, the second line isn't really working. The melody has uh, these quarter note triplets going on, and it's I don't like it. Really need to reharmonize and think that part through. But otherwise, I think it's pretty nice. Now we need to work on the soloing over not having the changes played if I would like to do a full uh, full solo version of this song, like uh, at to play the theme like that, and then to be able to play the changes, play a solo without any backing, and it's difficult. I probably talked about this in another episode early this year, I think, maybe, or kind of about this subject. I haven't really worked on it actively now, but maybe it's a part of my summer thing going on but yeah that was today's little little instrument thing going on and so uh as if uh, you have seen any other episodes you might know i'm pretty strict about my training schedules nowadays i talk about it this show is pretty much made so there's like proof there's a memory of what kind of work a student musician may may have to do in their career so i'd really like to talk about how i practice bass playing how i practice music uh, and what are my methods that seem to work for me i am pretty happy with them with them so I'm gonna go through now. Uh, I'm gonna go through a part of my schedule, and we'll return to the schedule in other shows too. I don't wanna just lay it out there whole because there's a lot of parts to it that need explaining. So one part at a time. So you, it's n it gets a little bit mellowed out throughout the weeks. But yeah made my first schedule i have now fitted uh, the main practicing into five days of the week and two days i have off which might mean you know just uh, having some free time free days to do something wholly other than sitting here in my office but it's very likely that those days are filled with music but more casually maybe just 
like actually having days where you can just jam like I do really enjoy just improvising and playing things absolutely on my own not having any kind of regulations to it but doing that in your training days is pretty hard because I try to do full days already and then so I have to have some kind of time slots and then to have time slots for free improvisation and feeling like jamming and stuff like that it's it's still kind of annoying to fit into a slot so I have these open days of doing anything other than music but maybe if I do music it's gonna be something that I really really feel like at the moment without any any restrictions or something anything like that not that I'm restricting or forcing myself to do anything in my training schedule at the moment but maybe you'll understand understand what I mean just being free with the uh, music so five days uh, there are about six hour days right now uh, six slots uh, I'm like six hours of slots divided into four subjects uh, which uh, two of those I to do for two hours and then their rest four are uh, and then there are <laughs> two one hour slots in there too and just fit it into uh, with like lunch and uh, kind of a rough draft so I start my day pretty early and I don't know if it's pretty legible there try to start my day at like 9 so I'm pretty much gonna be free at 4 p.m. with my training schedule and if I have schoolwork or any other thing, I still have a lot. Of, I'll have a full free time. I'm not really going for that 10 hour. Six hours is plenty. Uh, and obviously, mm, because these are long term goals, I, I am able to stretch them if I need to. If I'm out of town, I may, maybe I don't have the base at all. Because these, none of these things really in the schedule are, are things that I need to have ready like in even like, I don't know, two months. Maybe the start of school would feel if I had made some big strides in some of the bigger projects. Then I'll, I want to do those, but again, I have, what, three months until the new school year, school year to get a lot of stuff done. So I think I can handle it with little bit of stretching even though I do like to be pretty strict about my my schedule uh, but yeah so what is it four slots every day what are those well first and I'm gonna do go through these in different episodes uh, so today is gonna be the first slot it's a one hour slot that I go through every single day and it's the really really basic stuff it's the uh it's my it's all the scales and 
yeah, it's all the scales that I am working on right now, which is divided into uh, a cycle of three. So every three days it goes back to the beginning. So just about twice a week I do uh, twice a week I do any of the uh, any of the scales. For the first day, I have all the uh, major modes. Modes, I obviously they are pretty familiar at this point already, but it's I don't see any harm in uh, playing those again and again. Obviously, because they are the most used used modes that we use in Western music. So it's important to go through those, I think. Uh, and it's still just uh, every every third day anyways but yeah uh, the major modes and then I have both the diminished scales in there too and how do I practice things these uh, at this point I'm trying to um, it's mostly uh, going through the uh, scale in 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 at least like in three octaves at least because I'm on the sixth string go through play the chords that are involved with the scale um, I play also the scales with the chord itself and then the additional notes of the scale on top of that chord and stuff like that. I go through all the things. Right now I have been, <laughs> been trying this new method of uh, randomizing the, the scales with uh, actually with dice. It's, it's so if I have the major modes and two diminished uh, scales that means that there's uh, nine there's nine scales <laughs> so I throw ooh, damn I throw three dice uh, for the scale from the selection and then I throw two dice for the uh, um, uh, what's the word? Uh, yeah, I throw two dice for the starting note of the scale, and I then play all the things from there. So, like, I start the calculations from C. So, C is one, and then C sharp is and D is 3 and I go and let throw the dice and it lands on something although it did take me at least a day to understand that if I'm only throwing uh, different amounts of six-sided die I will never get a C major because when I throw the three dice uh, for the when I throw three dice for the different scales, I count them that one and two from the dice would be 
the major and then two uh three and four would be dorian and five and six would be so it's two numbers uh two different numbers correlate to a uh, scale but obviously with three dice you can't throw anything under three i guess that doesn't really matter i could circle them around maybe i don't know D now i really don't uh, we'll see and then obviously i wouldn't get a c as my uh starting note because when throwing two die i can't get one i can get minimum of two anyways maybe i'll get that dungeons and dragons die set so i can have a d20 and all that so i can throw these amounts anyway it's kind of a stupid but it's uh, it it does get things randomized which is kind of fine so because i have noticed that it's so easy to when i do this to always go like yeah yeah a anything or e anything or f or b flat anything so i do get a little bit of different variations even though it's not a perfect system but I, it's kind of fun get to throw dice it's hands-on uh, and it feels randomized so it feels like a test type of a situation in a way but yeah i go through i usually i use so it's an hour slot i play between 45 and 60 minutes usually closer to 45 so i have a little bit of a break before the next slot starts usually at yeah the when the clock strikes something o'clock yeah so i start the next slot then i have yeah so the first days are majors and then the second day which otherwise is all the same type of things but i have the melodic melodic minor modes all the melodic minor modes with uh chromatic and the whole tone scale do they really correlate uh, i don't know maybe kind of i just needed to divide them this way but yeah again nine scales throw dice stuff like that melodic minor pretty awesome pretty fun really useful obviously and then the third third day is harmonic minor first third and fifth modes and then harmonic major first fifth and sixth modes and then the augmented scale which adds up to uh, seven which is a little bit more stupid to throw with the dice but i because they are the most uh, i don't really know any of those scales that well isn't especially because they have so many of the uh, sharp five scales and the augmented and stuff like that so i usually go through all of the modes every time that slots is 
on today's schedule because again it's pretty good to just keep playing those over and over again but yeah that's the first slot of my everyday i also obvious uh, especially on the major uh, major mode days and probably on other days too i often won't start with the basic uh, just go through the scales and just play uh, play the chords and arpeggios and all stuff i try to have this slot also as an uh, as a um, warm-up and rhythmic kind of a exercise too so i might play some kind of a rhythm pyramid thing going with the scale that is uh, supposed to be that has randomly randomly been chosen for me and i use those to warm up do some kind of rhythmic exercises and to play these scales which all are pretty familiar to me already i can play all of them uh if asked but obviously you just gotta play more and more and more of them to get to really know them on all the variations and stuff like that so i also i might do it do it really theoretically in that like uh, test type of a situation or i might just use these scales as a way to warm up do some finger exercises do some rhythmic exercises do a combination of all of this uh, in the morning that's why it's the first slot because it's the i think just a very good way of very good way of uh, warming up warming up for the next lot and the rest of the day because the next lot is uh, every day pretty much it's gonna be improvisation so i want to be warm and able to play malik's and things that are in my head but i'm not gonna go through the second slot right now probably next week we'll go through that i just want wanted to go through the first slot right now i don't know if there's anything else to really say about it probably not but yeah that's uh, the thing that starts my everyday usually i hope this summer at least yeah i guess uh, that's gonna be today's episode i hope you enjoyed it uh, and i'll be reporting this week's activities and music stuff i did ne on next week episode as well as probably the next slot on my training schedule so i hope you'll join me next week tuesday ish again and see you next time